Hey everybody. Radio. Hey everybody, you're listening to KHAMRadio.com. You're inside the Alanetta Beck experience. And today we're talking to minister, administrator, life coach, and author Melvin Lars. Hi Melvin, how are you? Are you there? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Okay, you're inside the Alanetta Beck Gospel Experience on khamradio.com. We're speaking to minister, administrator, life coach, Melvin Lars. Hi, Melvin. How are you? I'm fine, Alanetta. How are you? Great. Um, so I've been reading your book. I'm not finished with it. And you're the author of Dying on My Feet. That's the one I started with. So Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm all into it. I just have so much on my plate. It's hard to finish for me. But it's a wonderful read. What inspired you to become a writer? Well, thank you. Well, what well, inspired me to, to write was to, it's not like that what I was saying that needed to be shared about uh, life in general and illnesses and, and God's grace and pre- and his mercy. And just thought I'd uh, start putting some things down and, and uh, write those things down rather than just to say them. Awesome. Okay. Um, and it says here that you are a leukemia survivor? Yes. Uh, 25 years. In 1990, I was given less than a 5% chance to survive acute pro-modicinic leukemia. Without a bone marrow transplant, and you know now people talk about the STEM, STEM project and all of these things that have been dancing around uh, in the government. Quite frankly, I didn't receive any of that. And I'm still here, 25 years later. No bone marrow transplant, no nothing. Just by the grace of God. Is, uh, yes, indeed. God is good. So, um, what are some of your other professional interests? Well, actually, uh, I think everybody that knows me, I love 
sport. Uh, I, I'm writing. Uh, I'm not a singer, but I like to sing. Uh, I uh, like various kinds of music that I listen to. I don't write music, but uh, and I work with some professional artists. Uh, I'm sure everyone is familiar with the uh, song that's written all over your face uh, by a group called Root Boys, and uh, I uh, work with a young man, Marcus uh, King, who's the actual writer of that song and a gospel artist. Uh, as well as R&B, and, and so there's just several things that, that we do just to uh, to stay in tune with what's happening every day. Awesome. I had the chance to meet you at uh, the CME, the Louisiana Annual Conference, and I just yeah. think you're awesome. I just think you are very awesome, and I love creative people and um, people who use the gifts God has given them to um put positivity out into the atmosphere, and I really felt that from you. Well, that's, that's very refreshing to know, but that's, that's what I, uh, I I hope that I exude each and every time that I have the opportunity to meet an interesting person such as you and, and to uh, just share uh, what God has given me. And, and uh, as, as a matter of fact, my motto is there to be positive, and, and I, if I can share briefly, uh, it, I just gave that to me many, many years ago. I, I work with young people. I'm a retired high school principal and former coach and assistant principal and teacher. And I would always ask my kids one simple question. How many times has someone dared you to do something positive as opposed to daring you to do something negative? And that just kind of stuck with me, dare to be positive. Right. Oh, that is awesome. I, too, am a high school teacher. Um Yes. Looking to move up into administration. Um, but I think that's awesome. And I also see on your website site that you write poetry. And I do yes, that as I well. Yeah, yes, okay. I've written four books of poetry. Uh, the last one is, is the one, uh, Mind Muscle. Actually, briefly, I started writing poetry in high school. I did it reluctantly, you know, it wasn't cool back in the old days. I'm an old guy. I was a boy to write poetry, and my English teacher challenged me. I won the poetry contest, quite frankly, in an English class, and I won a Big Ten. And you can tell how old I am, because at that time, the Big Ten didn't cost but five cents. <laughs> so that I, is um, so uh, awesome. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to share very briefly again that my muscle uh, yeah. is getting a lot of, uh, a lot of reading uh, being done. It's all challenging. Uh, many people have uh, expressed uh, interest in it and, and about the poems that I've read, that I, I've written, and, and uh, many of them uh, a lot of professionals. As a matter of fact, I had a, a critique from New York uh, that has uh, uh, said that the poetry reminds him of Dr. Angelo and Langston Hughes. Awesome, awesome. Those are two yeah. of my favorite. And yeah, Langston Hughes, that's my, that's my muse. <laughs> When I'm writing, yeah, listen, listen, listen. Kind of listen. Listen. Yeah. Uh, uh, as Nixon said, the mother of the son. Life ain't been no crystal fast. So I do understand Yes, yes, indeed, indeed. Okay, so with your um, with your books, with your re- most recent books, what um, who is your target market, tar- target audience? You know, my my target audience uh, actually from mid teen if there is such a group. Uh, because of all the statistics that we hear about in education, I think possibly around the fifth grade on, fifth grade to eternity, uh, because I, I really like to use poetical verse to just share in conversation and, 
and sometimes I help people just to look in within themselves and, and things of that nature. So uh, I like uh, to start sharing at age, age around 10. Uh, some of the poems may not be appropriate for kids quite that young, but certainly uh, middle school, high school, and, and beyond. Awesome. Okay. So, okay, back to dying on my feet. Tell us yes. what's that all about and um well, How does your breathing? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, okay. the, the, the I on my feet was specifically to address the tragedies and and all of the heartaches and headaches that people go through, and 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 uh, wondering sometimes about where is God, and and many people sometimes may say, "What was me?" and things of that nature, and and many people do not believe that God still is in the miracle making business, a miracle doing business. And I wanted to share dying on my feet, and it's, it's titled that way because I was literally dying on my feet. I had no idea that I had leukemia. I just happened to be at Dr. Larry C. Daniels' office in the MLK area, taking some athletes up there, and uh, I didn't complain about uh, a rash in my chest. But there was another symptoms going on that I didn't tell him about. He decided to uh, do a blood test, and Dr. Daniels was the one that discovered uh, the leukemia. They put on oncologist immediately. They confirmed it. And the rest is history. So I wanted to uh, just share with people that even though uh, many times life uh, may be, you know, that old saying about when you get lemons, make lemonade, life may be sharing a lot of lemons, but uh, you can right. to move forward. So I was literally dying on my feet and had no clue, but God was still holding me up and I was still moving forward. Right, right. And I love when you say, <clears throat> excuse me, and the rest is history because that means. You're here to tell about it. Yes. Ain't God awesome? Yes. God is truly yes. awesome. He is truly yes, awesome. Indeed. And I have people, if I may share briefly as well, is that uh, and sometimes people say, well, now, as a matter of fact, I don't say people. I was in Connecticut actually uh, talking about dying on my feet several years ago, and I was this young lady, and I'll be brief with her as well. She was really upset her son had died of leukemia, and she was playing around to talk with me, and quite suddenly she was really upset. Uh, she thought that I should not be telling people uh, that God can save them from leukemia because her son died, et cetera. And, of course, we had about a 30-minute conversation, and I tried to calm her down and, and just share with her very, very, very simply is that, you know, we, we can't guarantee if someone will live or die, but God certainly does mm-hmm. save people, and I would happen to be one of them. But she was really upset, yeah. and which happens to it, a mother's grief of having lost a child. But that was one of the most uh, uh, eye-opening experiences, I guess I could say, that I had uh, since the Lord allowed me to survive uh, this catastrophic situation and still be standing around here 25 years later. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. God is good, indeed. Okay, so with all of our talk and everything, do you think your book is preachy or it it just tells the story? (laughs) Well, I'm going to tell the story. I, I, I try to be real careful with not being preachy. I like to share stories and allow individuals to be able to talk with me and I talk with them and share with them because I certainly want people to understand simply this. It's, it, it's not about, you know, many times people say, well, you just have to pray. You have to believe in God. And, and uh, my book tells a story, and it shares throughout the book uh, many situations that I've encountered and that God was preparing me and giving me away all the time. But I certainly, certainly uh, was like many people, many times frustrated, many times angry, uh, sometimes even had some doubt with certain situations. 
but he continued to pull me through, and uh, that's where the triumph comes. Is, is that even yes, through indeed. our little tragedy, we will experience triumphs. Yes, indeed. Hallelujah. Okay, yes. so um, do you still remain in contact with uh, Dr. Daniels and your oncologist? Well, certainly, uh, Dr. Daniels and I, he's not only my physician, he's also a personal friend, of which I'm very proud uh, and pleased to be able to share. Uh, my oncologist, I, I have not had contact with those gentlemen for many, 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 many years. I uh, okay, okay. know of them, they know where I am, I know where they are, but we don't communicate anymore. But uh, Dr. Larry right. Daniels and I, he's my personal physician as well as a personal friend. Okay. And what would what would what kind of advice would you have for someone who's going through a similar situation? My advice would be to believe in and in, in the fact that being saved many times is a relative term. You don't want to say being saved from from illnesses and all those kind of things because we we all know that that people do uh, sometimes. Uh, succumb to various diseases, various accidents, gunshots, things like that. But we also have to know that we have to persevere, we have to keep pushing, and that we have to we have to have faith and believe that whatever God would have happened would have happened. And we always will pray that He brings us through, that He protects us, uh, possibly from dying and that type of thing until later dates, I should say. However, we still must persevere. And and uh, continue on with our lives, and not sit back and go, "Woe is me," and that's why it's me, and why was it me, and feel sorry for myself. And I'd be glad for you. That's what I like to hear, because we we need to remain strong and and focused. Yes, indeed. Um, now we we uh, since the last time we've spoken, a whole lot has happened in the world and in yeah. black world in particular. And I, yeah. I know that you're a, a, an outspoken person and uh, not afraid yeah. to give your opinion. Well, yeah. as I was watching uh, ABC 2020 on Friday night, um, the host she was teasing to the next story, and she said that she the question was. What is the new normal for black parents speaking to their black son? And mm-hmm. the question kind of jarred me because there's nothing new about what's going on. In my Absolutely opinion. not. There's nothing new. So there's no new normal. From speaking to my grandparents, from doing research in history, black parents have always had to tell their sons how to act when they're out there, absolutely, and specifically with the police, you know? Absolutely. So I was just wondering, what's your opinion about all of that? Well, you know what, Alan, I agree with you. My my opinion is, is, is this, and I will be repeating some things you said, is that out of the back of being a black man, I know for a fact that uh, we, we've always been taught, you know, to be careful and, and to watch what you say and, and just do what you do, quote, do what you're told, unquote, uh, you know, because it, it's not about, being afraid, it's about understanding that the circumstances are not in your favor right now. And, right, and, and, right. and I, then that's very critical. So, unfortunately, I think the person that made that, I saw that in some of the interview, uh, unfortunately, because people are, quote, younger and, and maybe not parenting the same as the older parents of color, 
uh, maybe they're not as in tune to working with or wanting their children. But I certainly don't think anything has changed because uh, we have been taught that since the beginning of time. So I certainly agree right. with you. Right, right. Okay, it has been a pleasure talking to you today. And um, I hope we get together and do something real soon as far as promoting your books and maybe we could do something creatively. Um, I have one more question for you. Tell my All listeners right. where they can, how they can get in contact with you. Are you available for speaking engagements, et cetera? Tell us. Yes. yes. Uh, they can contact me at 440-935-0374. My and I can be contacted okay. either by either one of those venues uh, or my email, a brighter future for you at yahoo.com. Awesome. Excellent. Thank you for being on the show today and have a blessed Sunday. Thank you for having me and you be blessed as well. Okay, thank you. Bye bye. Thank you.